Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We stand together. A pop culture academic symposium. Mm-hmm. We are the pop culture professors. And you know you're going to hear smart people, dumb topics. Now, if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Uh, welcome. <laughs> We're so glad you're here. And yes, we are actual, literal college professors. People have allowed us to be in classrooms shaping young minds. Right. However, what we taught was not pop culture, but we think we've earned enough street cred to give ourselves the title of professors of pop culture. Absolutely. We're self-taught. Self-taught. <laughs> we are our own professors. Mm-hmm. We did an independent study and we have got our MFAs in mm-hmm. pop culture, okay. our PhDs in pop culture. I think all of the above. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you out there wanting to obtain your master's in pop culture, you have to you know, be a stan, right? You got to stand for something. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, what are you standing right now? Well, a lot of my stands on this show have been in my pursuit of being basic. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I won't vary from that. I, I really stand socks and especially funny socks. I think it's a way to pick up your day. Target has a lot of them that you got avocados on your feet. It's a little secret for you. Avocados on your feet. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know, we all deal with body image and mm-hmm. that's, you know, clothing is, is a trap. You what, know, what kind of socks are you wearing right now? Um, well, unfortunately, I'm just wearing black ones, but they're kind of chic because they're see-through. That's oh. really sexy. Uh, is- I was wearing cherries earlier today. I have avocados. I bought a llama. Wow. This is an affordable way to splurge. I have a pair yourself. of socks on right now that say, I love me, and they're covered in, in hearts. I have Grey's Anatomy socks that you bought me. I did. I did buy you Grey's Anatomy socks. You bought me a Grey's Anatomy hoodie, though. That's true. And We're we getting have- close to a full outfit. <laughs> I can't wait. I need like pajama pants. <laughs> um, but I need a tuxedo. <laughs> oh my God. A Grey's Anatomy themed tuxedo. If someone out there makes them, please let us know how to get them. Um, but you know what? I I have to talk about something right now. Oh, is it what you're standing? It is absolutely what I'm standing. I am standing Outlander season five. I am so obsessed. Um, now, I have to preface this uh, current stand by saying I am actively angry at every person in my life because it took me until the year 2019 to discover Outlander and Outlander premiered in the year 2014. So from 2014 to 2019, I was walking around the earth not knowing about Outlander. I mean, I knew Outlander existed, right. but nobody loves me enough to like sit me down and be like, this show was made for you because it was, and I love it. Right. And the Droughtland, Droughtlander, is that what we say? Droughtlander? The Droughtlander is, is over. Is that what you say in the Outlander community? Is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah. The Outlander cool. community that I've joined, because um, I- I blew through all four first seasons. That's kind of fun, though. You got to wait and you got to binge through all of them. I binged them all this summer, and I've been like a junkie jonesing for a fix ever since. And oh boy, the season five premiere did not disappoint. And I just really love it. And so, anyone listening, if you are also an Outlander fan, please slide into my DMs and um, tell me who your favorite character is. Tell me who you like want to hook up with, who you ship. I just really want to talk about it. And um, clearly no one in my life loves me because no one talked to me about it prior to the summer. So I need new friends is what I'm saying. I guess that's really what I'm saying. Okay. Stand you stand week. new friendships that you're going to be making <laughs> yeah. after yeah. this airs. Great. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm standing. That's awesome. One thing we always stand 
is five star reviews. Yeah, and we got a great one uh, that came in from Chris Bits. She says, the tone of this show is perfection. The hosts have a deep, genuine love of pop culture that's also somehow irreverent. Caitlin and Lauren have a great dynamic that I really enjoy. This is also a really odd thing to compliment in a review, but I love the intro music. I've been singing it to myself nonstop since I listened to the first episode. Uh, shout out to the band Lady Lightning. Absolutely. Who put together our jingle. And thank you so much, Chris Bits. Yeah. If you want to hear your five-star review read on this very program, you leave it and we'll stand it, buddy. Yeah. Get your name. Get your handle read. Yeah. If you feel like you can do as well as Chris Bits. And I don't know that you can. Because that was a really nice She said a high bar. That was a five. I give that five-star review a five-star. I give it a six-star. Whoa. Yeah. I'm giving it bonus stars. Wow. You know who else gets bonus stars? I think I do. Our guest today. Please welcome Anna Roisman. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? You know what? We're We're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, Anna? I'm okay. Yeah. You know, unemployed again. Well, she rises like a... (laughs) I rise like a phoenix. Phoenix. Well, yeah, it's funny. There was a bit online about a phoenix, but uh, my coworker said pigeon by accident. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been like a running joke. Pigeons are resilient. We will rise. He did not say that they are He's like, you ever see a fire in New York? And then he's like, the pigeon pigeon is the only bird that's touched my foot, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) It is crazy. So Anna is the host of the unemployed podcast uh yeah well unemployed with anna unemployed with anna yes uh the podcast and uh as of just a few days ago you're back to the status of unemployed i am yeah so this is a topic that you're an expert in uh kind of yeah i'm a very good expert in it i mean i was kind of it's weird it's like i was working a lot a lot and Mm -hmm. then it was like cut down Mm -hmm. and so then it was you know then it's just kind of like ripped off you know slow fade into unemployment oh god yeah uh we always like to talk about uh so the theme of today's episode is fun employment oh Uh, fun so we're exploring bring my day up yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) we're going to uh, explore themes of unemployment in film tv musical theater uh but we always like to share with the listeners like our credentials Mm -hmm. why we feel confident like unpacking this topic Mm. caitlin what are your credentials well, I'm unemployed, so <laughs> I'm really killing it. It's a little on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we can do know, things like lunch. Exactly. Yeah. You got to lunch. Uh, and I own that. And I, <laughs> I put that as my job whenever there's like uh, a form to fill out, which I think most people would put what they aspirationally want to do. No, I just put unemployed <laughs> and I own it. I also often walk by the Amish market downtown where Cardi B was uh, fired slash quit in a huff and i think about her and i am so inspired by that amish market thinking she used to be in there just checking people out no no i love <laughs> that um i guess my credential is that uh, i'm current on the connors sure uh wow which is you know the abc sitcom that uh was originally uh roseanne and i think it gives me a credentials because it's a show that's not afraid to delve into unemployment no. or under underemployment mm-hmm. um, yeah and i guess i just really wanted to make sure everyone that's listening to this podcast is watching the connors because it's actually really good television yeah roseanne really tackled having like a lot of different jobs yeah i have a question how was that live one did you watch uh, it? It was good. It was interesting. Like, it was interesting because they were trying to intercut it with the Democratic debate. And so, like, in real time, that's why they did it live. Because wow. there was a there was a storyline where one of the Darlene's kids was doing a school report on the Democratic debate. That's brave. And so they were, like, intercutting, like, little bits. You know, it was they have really nothing to lose. They're, no. like, 35 years in. They're like, well, look, you're a fan of us or not. So yeah. let's try it. That's really funny. They're doing really cool stuff. Darlene's character this season actually lost her job. And her boyfriend lost his job. And they're... Just been like, they're talking about it and dealing with it in a way that I just haven't seen a lot of TV yeah. shows do, and I just think it's really cool. That That's is cool. cool, very relatable. Yeah, and besides what we've already mentioned, do you have any other credentials? Like, what drew you to doing the Unemployed with Anna in the first place? Um, well, I did the Unemployed show, uh, for God for two years, mm-hmm. and then I got a job, and I I ended it while I had the job, so it was like you know I was like I can't produce this live Facebook live show every week. Um, but I invited, I mean, you've been on, we've had everyone on, everyone's been on, we had all these specials, we had all these fun episodes and I invited all my unemployed or freelance friends. You didn't Mm -hmm. have to be like fully unemployed. You could be like that day because I know a lot of people who don't have a job that day Yeah, and we'd like drink on my couch and like play games and have fun. And it was like, uh, it was the best time ever. And then I got the job at HQ and I was like working every day and I was like, wow, well I need to make money now. So 
that's a credential (laughs) and then i started the podcast because i don't have to do it live you know obviously uh so it was a lot easier to maintain and i knew i wanted to like keep the brand alive and so that was that was the next move. The Unemployed Show was super fun. Absolutely. I Thank was you. on that show in my pajamas in the middle of the day drinking, I think, Trader Joe's Prosecco mm-hmm. while we called our senators. I think. Oh, did think, we do? We did that one. Yeah. yeah. That we also one. did one, the Lawrence special, yeah. which yeah. you thrived in, Thank I would you say. so much. Yeah. My boyfriend really, you know, he, he named you MVP because <laughs> we had to do it. Yeah. We had a talent show yeah. and Lauren showed up and said, I can shotgun a beer. It's true. Wow. And I did. This was an episode Anna did of her show with how many people named Lauren? I think there were not uh nine or ten Laurens yeah. that showed up and then there were Laurens that couldn't mm-hmm. make it. Right. Still I watched. You were part of the Kate. Katie uh, yeah. Kate episode. I watched uh, the Lauren episode and I asked you guys what you thought of Laura's, which was a question that really Ooh, hot sent, topic. Yeah, shook the room. Yeah, I know. How but you know what's produced, funny? I produced from afar. Yeah, I feel like now you know. If you said that today, if we had the Lauren special, and you were like Laura, like I'd be like, well, <laughs> Laura Dern's having a great year, so <laughs> all oh, the Laurens wow. are gonna feel feel a little worse yeah well it's because she has to prove so much yeah that's the (laughs) thing she's kind of overcompensating with her talent but you bring up a great point laura dern is having a a great great year yeah man she was real good in little women yeah Yeah. she's real good in everything she does do you think she ever thought she'd play bob odenkirk's wife no i think Mm. she saw that coming no no how could you how can you see that coming? i see it coming for myself (laughs) (laughs) all right that's just called wishful thinking (laughs) oh okay yeah manifestation okay see yeah okay i like that manifestation how exactly does that work i think you just have to say it you just have to say say it is that all this like you know in a temple like we're in right now you just have to like put it out there into the universe that's how it works okay so joshua jackson will be on this podcast that we know Mm. okay Great. I'm going to manifest that Joshua Jackson will be on this show. Perfect. How can I make every episode about Joshua Jackson? It's my hidden talent. Uh, It's what I'm really good at. Uh, Okay. Well, this has been so much fun, but I think we need to take a take a quick break to prepare for Anna's first quiz of the day. All right, and we are back and ready to put Anna through her paces to prove once and for all if she is really an expert on fun employment. Yeah, but I am a quizzer, you know, having mm-hmm. come That's from the true. HQ universe. Oh, yeah, I know that you're, you're this real. This is everything in your world. Yeah, and the theme of this game is a world that's very special to Anna and I. Anna and I hosted for a long time a musical theater themed comedy show called Revival Show. Yeah. And so I know that you know a lot about musical theater. And so this game is called Musical The Unemployment Office <laughs> or Need That Cha-Cha-Ching So Sing. Uh, in this game, I'm we're going to read you descriptions of a musical that deals with themes of unemployment. Ooh. When you think you know the show... In order to get a point, you must sing the name of the show. Oh, it doesn't okay. have to be. It can be in any uh, tune. And I also, before we play the game, I want to shout out to friend of the show and listener Ben Farha for contributing uh, trivia. Oh, to thank this. you, contributing writer. Wow, yeah. wow, yeah. yeah. All right, so oh, I'm nervous. You're gonna be great. You're I'm also be sorry great. about my levels. If I sing, you never know what'll come out of me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty pumped. All right, so the first one. This musical tells the story of a talented but volatile actor whose reputation for being difficult forces him to adopt a new identity in order to land a job. How to succeed in business. <gasps> How to apply for the job. How to apply for a job. Am I wrong? Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Really? You did not get the first. I really thought that would be an easy one. I don't oh. know. I'm a word queen. I'm not a trivia expert. No. All right. Uh, I will give you. I will give you a hint on this one. Both of you like gasped, and I was like, "Yeah, I nailed it." And then I kept singing. Yeah, (laughs) I love the singing. I love the singing. You could sing forever. Um, I'll give you a hint though. It's currently on Broadway. Oh God! Say it. Can I get it? Can I please have the hint one more time? Because it's the first one. I'm going to give you. you I'm sorry. This musical tells the story of a talented but volatile actor whose reputation for being difficult forces him to adopt a new identity in order to land a job. Currently on Broadway. Fuck. I don't know. Can I say fuck? Um, Yeah. Absolutely. uh, Safe space. Wow. (laughs) Okay. I thought you were going to nail this one. Can Uh, I guess? Sure. Currently on Broadway. Mm -hmm. 
No. Okay. I, no. Okay. What is it? Tootsie. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I fail. That's okay. No, that's okay. That's we got one, a bunch just more. One. That's just uh-huh. the first one. Okay. That's just the first All one. All right. The next one. This musical tells the story of a small town girl who comes to New York City to marry for money. Small town girl comes to New York City. <laughs> Lauren's going to gonna realize I know three musicals. Um, I'll I'll give you a hint. None of these are Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, that is unfair. <laughs> they should all be Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I would kill. <laughs> Uh, a small town girl comes to New York City to marry for money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not sweet charity. No, but sweet charity no, but does it's in that deal vein. with themes of that's, unemployment yeah. and jobs. That's, I, the, that's a good um, that's a Is good it? Um, <laughs> I feel awful. It was a Sutton Foster star vehicle. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um <laughs> The one thoroughly, oh wait, thoroughly modern Billy. Yay. Thoroughly. That's it. Thoroughly, yeah. thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, you got it. You God. redeemed yourself. So we, one point on the scoreboard. You had to say Sutton Anna. Foster though. So I don't know how much I redeemed myself. It's, it's, we got one. Well, we, we got, got one. one. At least you didn't get it wrong after I said that. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Threatened with eviction, a man's fortunes take a turn for the better when he intercepts a phone call meant for his flatmate. Last year's rent. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. Fuck. I just want uh, it to be rent. Can I wanted we just it to pretend be rent it? Too. Well, I thought I heard a voicemail. Yeah. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> I've seen. Do you know I've never seen Thoroughly Modern Millie, and I've never seen Tootsie. That's okay. Okay. I mean, I I understand. I'm just trying Tootsie. to. I just I'm okay. Wait, say it again. Okay. <laughs> Threatened with eviction, a man's fortunes take a turn for the better when he intercepts a phone call meant for his flatmate. Basically, he needs a job and steals one from his roommate. <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> I love your singing. I love it. You're getting points for singing. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, here's a hint. Uh, did you think sh- I'd be good at this? Guy? I did. I wow. actually thought you would crush. Oh, my God. Um, you are crushing. We <laughs> know somebody who was in this show on Broadway. What? We? Me? Yeah. Yeah. All We've us, all met yeah. a man. We all in this room have met a man who was the lead role. Oh, school <laughs> of ride. <laughs> Damn. You know what I'm learning about Anna? She doesn't necessarily know plot lines to musicals, nope. but she knows people's resumes. Like True. that she knows. Oh, I don't know the plot of anything. <gasps> That's fair. Honestly, I forgot the plot of that show <laughs> until, it, until it clicked. And I was like, oh, right. Is that what it's about? I just remember a teacher. All right. <laughs> so you've got, uh, we're, you guys, you sort of have two points. We got three left, three more chances to redeem yourself. Oh my God. All right. The thing is is that it's okay i have one these point. are the harder ones oh, okay great. but you never know you never know the musical this musical follows the fortunes of six unemployed steel workers <laughs> working no good good guess there's a show called working this this steel musical working. was uh inspired by or adapted from a movie it was a movie first and then it was a musical everyone was um <laughs> the coal miners <laughs> Uh, yeah, that I'm classic just gonna make American up, musical. Uh, coal steel miners. workers pretended to be coal <laughs> the best little whorehouse in Texas. It's sexual? That is sexual. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, cats. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've never understood cats, cats is, until you said that. Yeah, I was now I say, gonna, I've never be, known what cats is about. Oh so man, it could what be. is this one? I failed. I failed. <sighs> wow. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, is am I the worst guest so far? No. At least I'll have a reputation. Yeah. Uh, it's the full Monty. Oh, uh, based on the film, which just anecdotally, my <laughs> high school uh, counselor, I'm just going to give you the first name, which is Jerry Joe, saw six times in theaters. Wow. And announced that to Never a seen high the school. full Monty. Oh, I think okay. I needed like movie. an A, B, or C. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I needed multiple we're choice. All, we're all different kinds of learners. Okay. No. Okay, here's the next one. This is a show I know you've seen. This show tells the story of two unlikely lovers whose marriage causes them to lose their jobs. It's a classic piece of American musical theater. I I know you've seen this show. Is it <laughs> the last five years? No. Oh, no. Fuck. No, I would I would also argue that those are two very likely lovers. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> In the last five years. I, well they well I mean they get divorced. Of, it's kind of sad, like, yeah. Um I'm not saying it's unlikely happy. lovers 
Uh, it's a musical just? whose relation is based on two All people right. falling in love and their relationship rips everything ah, apart. I know what it is. Yeah. Hedvig <laughs> and the Egriot. <laughs> no. I thought that because we saw it together. We did and see it together. Honestly, two unlikely lovers. And then, you know, I guess one see, of them loses a career. I actually I that. can think of another answer for this synopsis, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not the, the one. Okay, so maybe this is a little vague. And I will say. No, I just think. Is it Sutton th- Foster? <laughs> I think I musical writers just have one idea. Yeah. I know. I don't think Sutton Foster's ever done I this. I don't. I'm so upset right now. What's Sutton okay. Foster doing right now? I don't know. She's. I miss her. Younger. She's probably. Yeah. I was going to say learning lines for younger. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Are you, are you ready to call uncle? It was Carousel. <laughs> Never seen you, it. Yes, you have. You haven't? Never seen Carousel. I swear you have. Do you realize <laughs> I've seen like. I've seen a, 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 like a handful of musicals. But you just but see like, the same ones over and over yeah. again. Yeah. I know that about you. I have like my, you I know, like SNL Carousel. Five Timers Club. Like that's me going to Broadway. <laughs> but I thought Carousel was one that you would do in time and call. I really I've never have never seen it. Wow. I, I made up that you would. But honestly, that plot line, I could think of three other shows. Yeah, I was going to say Showboat also. <laughs> oh, Showboat for real, for real. Oh, yeah. I always forget. Because there was a right time musical. period where they were we'll like, just yeah. think of a time period. Unlikely lovers. Yeah. And shit goes down, but they sing about it and it works. Okay, you guys are really making me rethink. Uh, no, I think you did a good job. That was theater's just done a bad job. Existing. Okay, thank you. Though I love it, we love it, we stand. All yeah. right, we have one last one, and I stand based on all of these shows, even though I didn't see them. I love absolutely. that for you and for them. <laughs> I am absolutely convinced you will not get this right based okay. on your performance because I. I wouldn't get this one right. This was supposed to be the hardest oh one. Oh my god! I hope I fucking get. This. Um, I hope you did too. Okay, let's see what happens. This musical tells the story of a headstrong wannabe fashion designer struggling to find work during the depression. <laughs> I just need everyone to know Anna's face went. This one is extremely white. specific. I this definitely is, can't think of I multiple shows that have this. Yeah. You do? I've seen this one and Come I'm going to probably say the wrong. Let that undergraduate BFA freak flag fly. I didn't get, get a BFA. Right. Oh, sorry. Are you? Did you mix up Anna with a different friend of yours? Literally, I did not major in theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was Wait. a TV major. That's right. I know that about you. Um, I know. That. Is it? I was there. I know this show. Is it Smile? No, but good guess. Is it? <laughs> it's a show that like I truly this one. I would not have remembered if friend of the show Ben Farha hadn't reminded me of. Like, can I get a hint? Can I get can I? Uh. I there's a na- a, a woman's name in the title. Yeah, is it? It you could also call Hello your period. This. Dolly? Hello Dolly. Hello Dolly. No Dolly. No, this well, would be a great use, euphemism for your menstruation. Dolly. The title of this show. What? That's the only hint I can give you because I don't know anything about this show. Ah. Uh, and I was like, I know this one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess. Right. It was Flora the Red Menace. Nah, never yeah, heard. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that one. On that was intentionally uh, challenging. Wow, wow. Ben stands that show. Yeah, he. I. I was trying to think of some ones that might be hard because I really thought, th- thought you'd give me like a rent. Thought that would be first one. Well, I was. You know, I was like, you know, Anna knows musical theater. I got to make this harder she for her. And nothing. we were able to talk about rent anyway. Yeah. So I that's knew rent was going to come up regardless. Okay. And when we had Jeff Hiller on the show, he he's probably I, good. At this. Well, I thought I made it really hard, and he crushed so hard that i was like well i've learned my lesson from jeff i gotta make this harder and anna got zero (laughs) you got got, we'll give you two points thanks two points two points all right okay there's another game later thank you you can redeem yourself later i was always like a b student it's okay Um, that's above average by the way (laughs) i I say this all the time in my classroom when students come to me complaining about bees i go stop complaining about your b i was being nice with the b and that's still above average anyway wow thank you sorry Thank you. Yeah. I digress. We don't have any great inflation at We Stand Together, okay? <laughs> Not at We Stand University. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit okay. um, about unemployment <laughs> in television. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it's, a, it's a thesis, very much so, this week. Because I'm saying that shows about rich people are shows about the unemployed. Mm, and okay. they're stealing our unemployed valor. How dare they? <laughs> wow, yeah. And they need to own the mantle of the unemployed to help us all. Okay. And I'm going to focus on two shows that I have noticed are the same show. <laughs> uh, Succession and Arrested Development. I think I'm not the first person to make this connection. So 
Shout out to all the stands out there that have noticed this is the same show. Uh, one is a succession of drama. Uh, stands hit me up. It's not totally clear. It's also thought of as a dark comedy. Arrested Development sitcom. We know what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oops, I actually... <laughs> What's funny is I wrote down the wrong description for the shows <gasps> under each thing, but because they're so similar, it doesn't matter. Wow. Anyway, Succession is about the Roy family, the owners of Waystar Roy Co., which is sort of like, kind of like a Rupert Murdoch's family or like the Disney's or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they have the oldest brother, Connor, who's kind of a doofus. Kendall is the second boy. He's uh, divorced and he has children. Shiv is the only girl. Okay. And we know her husband. By the way, going to have spoilers, guys. Tom. <laughs> The youngest one, Roman, who did make me confront that Kieran Culkin is hot. And Kieran I, Culkin I wasn't, is hot. I wasn't ready for that, and he just came at me with that. So yeah, that was, Kieran Culkin is hot, has been hot, and will remain hot. He was such a cute kid. I think the thing is with me with him is yes, I even though he's my age, like yeah. almost exactly, I thought of him as a little kid. I think because he played the little brother yeah. in Home mm. Alone, and so I forgot that maybe he's an adult man now. And wasn't he the kid and father of the bride? Yeah. Yeah. Great call. Great call. Mm-hmm. And he's so much younger than her in that that yeah. it's like even yeah. more infantilizing. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you know, what happened happened, which is he's now hot. Um <laughs> then they have so their mother, uh, Caroline, who's not featured that often, but she's like a cold mm-hmm. withholding woman. Yeah. And then Logan, their father, they're trying to impress. <laughs> Arrested Development is almost the exact same family unit. They uh own the Bluth Company, which is more of a uh, it's a real estate company yeah. and they're like rich they're Orange County rich people not mm-hmm. mm. international rich people but yes. nonetheless very wealthy uh, they have the oldest brother Job who's like a doofus the second is Michael who's not married anymore he's widowed he's also a father much like Kendall they have the only daughter Lindsay okay um, who ha- who we do know her husband Tobias and they have the youngest Buster uh, mm-hmm. who I don't think is hot but we all love Buster okay we do we do lucille their cold mother and george senior their dad they're trying to impress <laughs> so again huh. these are the exact same families i don't know why no one was like maybe we should vary up the sibling ratio even slightly but no let's have three boys one girl but for some reason the girl is the only one we're going to get to know their significant other mm. well yeah that's just how rich families work oh wait, okay i mean yeah. i obviously wouldn't know yeah i, I know from watching these no. shows. Yeah, oh, yeah i only know from babysitting for rich people ah, that they only it. have yeah, they, have, they have three boys and one girl? Yeah. That's always? Do they order that? Is yeah. that like plan? I think it's... I didn't even know. I mean, I'm learning. Yeah. No, I, I've observed this uh, babysitting for the rich and famous. Well, it's like one girl, like she stands out. And then it's yeah. like, you know, God forbid, like your oldest son right. fucks up. Like mm. you've got a couple of Succession, others. specifically. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It is that. And then like, I guess then the woman brings in another man and that's what makes her like exciting and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because cool. women need to have a man. Cool. I mean, I, and I, I <laughs> thank you, thank you guys. You guys are like, also teaching like me. shows us that like girls are more mature. Therefore, of mm. course, she's not single. Like yeah. she found someone. True. And she's not them afraid in. of commitment. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Okay, yeah, I'm, like, I'm learning about life. <laughs> but what I wanted to say uh, about these uh, shows isn't just that they are the same show. Which again, I know is not my own original point, but that none of them work. <laughs> They do not have a job and they all think they do. The most of the episodes are driven by the fact that these people think that they have jobs and that they run companies. Mm. And I would argue even the most reasonable ones like Michael Bluth or, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we'll say Kendall Roy and put a big asterisk next to it, but they don't do anything all day. (laughs) They just argue about these family businesses, but no one works. Wouldn't it be fun to see an episode of either succession, probably succession, of like one day they all have to work in a restaurant. Yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. They'd probably be too nice um, then. Like I now want to see an episode of Arrested Development where they're interacting with all the people from Succession, like Ooh. some sort of weird. I a- absolutely want to see yeah. that. So both shows also start. The first episode is an incident of Succession gone wrong. In the first episode of Arrested Development, Michael thinks that the company's gonna be turned over to him. In the first episode of Succession, Kendall thinks that the company's gonna be turned over to him i'm very impressed by this i understand why you're a mm-hmm. legit it's interesting professor. isn't it yeah. yeah um and we're supposed to be like on michael and to a lesser extent kendall's side but like 
you're not going to do any work either. You're not <laughs> me. You're not a window character for me. Um, so I feel like I've seen every episode of both. And the only work I can recall seeing is at the banana stand. So shout out to maybe mm. and George Michael working at the banana stand. That seemed hard. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't like that personally. Yeah. So let's just like go over what sucks about work and please add on yeah, as yeah, you yeah. need. Sure. Um, like putting on a face by which I mean both makeup and just emotional existing face. Mm, yeah. at the work. Um, you ever go to a job without a face? Without like, makeup? Yeah. Oh, all the time. I was at work earlier and if you look at me, not a stitch of makeup. But it's hard, on. but but you have to make a choice about that job, whether that's gonna be a job where you Well the choice do that I make no yeah. makeup or the the choice I'm I've made is that I stand in constant judgment of my of my students because if I do come to school wearing makeup, they go, Oh, professor, you look good today. Mm, right. Uh, right. Um, or oh, do you have plans later? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's the life I live. I yeah. remember the first time I didn't wear makeup back when I had my day job and my boss asked if I got enough sleep. Yeah. Mm. If you're sick, I get that all He's the time. Like, Right, you look really tired. Did you get enough sleep last night? And I was like, right. And in my head, I'm like, I slept a lot. I was like, oh, I'm not wearing any <laughs> eyeliner. Yeah. I slept for 40 hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, that does so there's, that. There's, there's that. There's the existential crisis you have at all times. Mm -hmm. You know, mm. like, what is this work about? Is this what I should be doing with my life? Is this yeah. what anybody should be doing? Mm -hmm. You think about that. Uh, being treated like shit yep. by your boss, but sometimes even worse, your own coworkers. Yeah. When people at your level treat you like shit. It feels horrible. Terrible. Totally. Uh, you're worried about being fired because you need the money to live. Yeah, I Very this true. morning in one of my classes realized I was saying something borderline inappropriate and said, this might be the morning I get fired. I said that out loud in my classroom. And it's scary because you, you need the money. Did you get fired? <laughs> no, oh, okay, but I live okay, in fear okay. that I'm going to get a call. Because you need the money. I, I got that email Friday. It wasn't oh. fired, but you know. It was yeah, a big your job was ending. But yeah, so but that's the kind of at least in that situation, you did nothing wrong, right? No, we like, all went down together. Yeah, which, everyone went down. To, that's the way to go, right? There's As a lot a of team, hungry people, though. Right, right. <laughs> totally. I think it's so much scarier when someone calls and says, "No, you stood out as being bad." Sure, mm -hmm. sure. Um, but uh, that's that's just either way. That's horrible. Totally. Yeah. Uh, another thing is you're worried about unfairness. Like mm -hmm. I know, like psychologically, that can just take a lot of your time. Yeah. Whether you're like this person's being promoted, so. None of those worries would exist for any of the characters <laughs> from these shows. None. Literally They don't none. have to worry about it at all. So all they do is they show up at a place that is comfortable to them, <laughs> mm -hmm. which for Succession is like this beautiful office downtown. I mean, the blues, they show up to that um, house. It's like, whatever. It could yeah. be cooler, but it's fine. No one's in a cubicle. No one's like got a... Yeah, work. no one's got water dripping on them. No. Um, they don't have to do their makeup if they don't want to. They don't well, have... That's the one thing I would say. I would argue that would be the one thing they would have to do is wear the makeup. makeup, right? Well, Come yeah, on. they're on they TV. Don't... No, <laughs> oh, the actors. Yeah, Sorry. oh, the actors yeah. do. <laughs> so like, uh, I thought we already crossed not over. have to. They would feel social pressure. Too. Social pressure, right? But but le like, but the social pressure is less meaningful because it I guess, doesn't matter. I guess it's just for the women. I think it's just these sisters, these daughters. Yep, those Shiv characters and Lindsay. have to. Shiv and Lindsay, if they were in a room together, would kill each other mm. um and that's a show i want to see too um <laughs> and they don't have to worry about being fired i know kendall is fired at one point but he is rich. they are all independently rich by yeah. this point it doesn't matter yeah um now the one thing i will say they do have to worry about is the unfairness thing because mm. they are bringing their sibling rivalry into the workplace and yeah. that does seem annoying mm -hmm. yeah it's too much I, drama i will it's give them that close but then just don't do it Fair. here's an option just don't do it mm. Okay. What's sad is they all have the they all have the means to just not do it. Just not do it. And that's <laughs> I respect Connor from Succession the most because he just like sits around his Santa Fe uh ranch most of the time, invests in his much younger girlfriend's plays that he thinks are yeah. bad. Like that's actually a good use of money. I'm yeah. sorry. That's good. Now we see that he's gonna have a presidential run that's gonna be bad. Um <laughs> so one of my conclusions is being rich is easy and yeah. they should lean into that. Yeah. Don't make your life harder by doing fake work. You are unemployed. Tell yourself you are unemployed <laughs> and use that unemployed identity to support us, the real unemployed, you know, make it higher status. Mm -hmm. More people need to be confident. Uh -huh. Yeah. And also give me money, mm. uh, Venmo me specifically. And also I want to see a show where there's this rich unemployed family that's three sisters and one son or no sons. Mm. We need to see women be rich idiots. <laughs> that's feminism. And that's my In scripted television. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In real life, I need less of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In scripted television. 
only, <laughs> only through a screen. Oh man. That was beautiful. That thank was beautiful. you. What a beautiful thank comparison. You. And also, and thank you for making me feel confident that I never have to see Succession I don't because think it's I've for watched you. Arrested Development. I'm it's good. not for you. Thank you for making me feel confident in that maybe I won't show up to a job with makeup on sometime. Wow. It feels great. You know? Uh, wow. Well, I think we all need a moment to process what we just learned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll be right back. I feel better. Okay, great. Because I now know that all I need to do is aspire to be a rich woman on a TV show. Yeah. I'm going to manifest that. Honey, that's that. me every day. I'm going to manifest it. Wow. Let's all be rich women on yeah. TV There's shows. There's three women right here. I think I would love to play a rich, unemployable woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd crush. I think you would as well. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, Anna, are you ready to try and redeem yourself? I- really hope so i you know i'm having so much fun i just i don't want to be remembered as the the girl who failed yeah i hope for your sake that you're better at this game yeah well this game's called fast and famous (laughs) um (laughs) so unemployed's sister category is the underemployed Mm, and mm -hmm. no one is more underemployed than fast food workers and aspiring actors and singers okay i'm gonna give you the names of people who were both uh, I'm going to give you a list of celebs and I actually have a paper list to help it be more really visual does. for you. Ooh, this is so fun. <laughs> and a list of fast food restaurants and okay. you must match them. Now, unless you just know, there's no way you really can know. So I think you're going to be graded more on, you know, your logic. Here yes. Of wh- why you think that these people worked for these restaurants so, and just so this is fun the, the names uh just so you know the celebrities that she has to match right. are madonna mm-hmm. rachel mcadams queen latifah gwen stefani brad pitt we're talking a-list folks and and honestly a-list fast food restaurants as well we got dairy queen burger king el pollo loco dunkin donuts and mcdonald's Ooh, top wow tier. stars they're just like us yeah Okay. Okay. So I have to match who worked where. Yeah. And these are very real, true. These are real, true true. things. These are are true, true things. So yeah, walk us through anything you're thinking. And and yeah, walk us through your work. Show us your work. Okay. What sticks out for me off the bat, and this is probably a trap, and I know you guys did this to, because as professors, (laughs) they're always trying to like you know trick, trick you. That is a common misconception. Professors aren't trying to trick you. There's always that like trick question, like pop quiz trick question. Uh, but I like it, and it's okay. in my head. So I'm gonna pick Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, she is a queen through and through, Dairy Queen. Wow. wow. I want to go with okay. it was an inspiration for her name, for her image. She oh, kind wow. of because, like, you know, I go by unemployed Anna. Am I unemployed all the time? No, honey, I make money. But I am just like, you know, you take something from your past and okay. you turn it into a brand. And to me. I want to know that Queen Latifah once worked at a Dairy Queen. Okay. I love that too. And I should mention to the listener, these are printed on the back of a submission I wrote for a late night show. So these are mm. on the back of my attempts to be employed. <laughs> wow. Just keeping the theme going. That's cool. Wow. Okay. So we got one guest. Queen Latifah one guest. worked at Dairy Queen. Okay. Next guest. Next guest. I am going to go with... Uh, all right. I'm going to pick Madonna. Okay. And I want to pair Madonna. Okay, Madonna on this list, I'd say she's a little older than mm-hmm. them. And True. so I'm going with like years right now. Okay. Very I smart logic. kind of want to say Burger King. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm doing right, but because I see Lauren's reactions hey, and I'm I know not her anything. for a long time. <laughs> um, Madonna, Burger Lauren, King. You I wrote know, this game by myself, so I've given her no info. I... <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm thinking about some of her hits, you know, and if you think <laughs> about like borderline. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I want to change it to El Pollo Loco. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the border. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> let's write that song. No. That's I what like she was think thinking about. All of their fast food pasts are like hidden. <laughs> like they inspired their in their full biggest career. Yeah, yeah. No, hear me out. Madonna, okay. like Burger King is, you know, second to McDonald's. Okay. So I feel. In my opinion, I'm sorry, sure. but okay. I stand sure. McDonald's if I had to choose. Okay. And yeah. am I using the word stand correctly? Yes, Absolutely. you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for checking yeah. in. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like Madonna, you know, worked at Burger King. I think she worked <laughs> at Burger King. Like she probably, you know, yeah. she's probably had a Whopper and then done a lot of yoga since. Um, yeah. She's probably really excited that they have the Impossible Burger. 
Remember when she like <laughs> announced she'd stopped working out and then was like, I now only do yoga. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I assume she does. Uh, I mean, I think she started working out again. But whatever. I mean, also yoga is working out. It's part of Thank what's funny you. to me. That's but what I, I just, tell myself every time. I just found it funny. She but Burger was. King probably was like, you know, this this impossible burger is dedicated to mm-hmm, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> I honestly think Gwen Stefani worked mm-hmm. at El Pollo Loco. Okay. And this is why. <laughs> <laughs> she used to like wear these very funky clothes and mm-hmm. like colors and like black yeah. and white and I just think of El Pollo Loco as like kind of like a hipster Taco Bell like just like yeah. it's got like a charm to it that you know some of these other places don't have and I think Gwen Stefani would choose style okay wow okay. I, I she's like definitely someone that likes saying loco oh I can for sure promise yeah. you she says loco constantly yeah right yeah she was probably like loving it and oh. it inspired you know her future uh career as a as why'd you make me love you the song why'd you make me oh, never mind sorry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know that actually about... okay anyways which of spider her... webs um... which she probably walked through at el pollo logo <laughs> <laughs> great great you're great all right, right so we're almost there okay uh, you have two more guesses okay uh literally rachel mcadams is she a boston person uh i do not, I do know. not know i don't know where she's from but i think she worked at dunkin donuts to okay. me that makes a, a lot of sense i, feel I like, like that guess i think she's just kind of like you know a sweet home you know like a sweet like down-to-earth girl and like who doesn't love dunkin donuts it's like you i still go there we all yeah, still go I there. Went there today and rachel mcadams I got the app. you know you think i don't have the app i have the app i oh, order yeah. ahead Oh yeah, I'm not waiting. Me either. And I'm spelling my name right. I I saved these for last. Okay. Um, I saved Brad Pitt and McDonald's because to me on this list they are the most iconic. Oh um, wow! And I just want to know that Brad Pitt probably worked at McDonald's because now he's an Oscar winner yeah. yes. for his acting and <laughs> for his acting. For well, his acting. he was an Oscar winner for producing. I didn't realize. Oh, and so. Like, you know what? It's like if I, I want to manifest that mm-hmm. Brad Pitt worked at McDonald's, he would work at McDonald's. I think he would. And he'd look really hot in any uniform. So honestly, like, let's just hope it was that one. Wow. Um, wow. How did I do, guys? So, like, your logic, I feel like, was five out of five. Yes. Thank you. I but loved your okay, cool. Thanks for having me. Answers? <laughs> It is zero. zero. Out of five. You got zero out of five. Not but a single one correct. I Did but, you okay. expect me to get any? Well, well not here's after the thing. How we your did logic on the first game. was was stone. Well, your logic was amazing on Queen Latifah. Yes, it's just that she was inspired by a Burger King. King. Damn it! So you yeah. had it. There. You had it right. You were you were in the ballpark. Okay. Rachel McAdams, who I just looked up, is from Canada, of mm-hmm. course. That so, makes sense. So the biggest international nice. chain. She worked at McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh. And Brad Pitt, if you don't remember, he's from Oklahoma. He's from down south. El Pollo Loco. Yeah. Yeah. The last two are not, they don't completely connect for me. Gwen yeah. Stefani working at Dairy Queen, I don't see other she than- She is a queen. She would love to do the blizzard thing, I guess. Yeah. She would love to turn yeah, the blizzard over. Yeah, yeah, so maybe. That makes sense. Now, this one, I don't feel at all. Madonna worked at Dunkin' Donuts. I don't get it. I don't get that. That's off for me because she's from Michigan and Dunkin' Donuts isn't as big in the Midwest. Unless yeah. she worked one when she was just moved to New York. I guess it was probably just when she moved to New York. That's uh, I mean, wild. we gotta have Madonna on and we ask Madonna, her. Madonna, can you clarify when and where did you work at Dunkin' Donuts? How long? I feel like this is one of those things where she worked there for like two days before she got fired, but she still claims it. Yeah. Right? Well, yes. yeah, because when you're a rich woman, you know, you want people to know your roots, where you came from. Yeah. I also wonder if like... <laughs> Do you ever wonder with some of these stories, like, if it's just, like, something they made up in an interview that now they believe is true? Right. Ooh. And if you're Madonna, like, like she's, she's, like, 60. Like, we can't. Who's going to be able to check? check? Yeah, how like, you probably. Th- what if you thought about, like, what if I work at Dunkin' Donuts? And then you just. Yeah. It was a thought, but now it's part of your <laughs> but brand. Then you think about the fact that if. You know, tomorrow morning when we all get phone calls from like NBC <laughs> right. and we all and I will have a weird checkered past. Like I did spend a summer working at Picture People in the Quail Springs Mall. <laughs> Explain. Uh, Picture People was what? a uh, photography Cult? studio. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I, uh, yeah, I worked there taking children's portraits and developing film. And I made a lot of swag. I made a lot of like umbrellas for f- my family members and keychains. There's I a large that. portrait Did of my brother. Did your mom walk around town with an umbrella with her face No, I on gave it? it to my, I gave one to <laughs> Nana. But the weirdest thing was it was a picture of me and my brother. Someone stole it. Wow. <laughs> Somewhere out there. That's an umbrella with my brother and oh I's my, face I want on you it. to see them on the street. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> desperately wanted to run into That's them. so weird. Life, because it was, she, she did the thing where she lived, left it on like the doormat outside oh. of her apartment yep. and it was gone but so it's like just needed one and they were rude but like pictures of her grandchildren oh, it's so it's very weird. rude it's the weirdest thing or you're thing in I've someone else's house and they like named you and everything and like you're basically oh, growing probably. up somewhere else on an umbrella <laughs> Oh wow. wow! I never thought about where. Yeah, they're calling you Becca and Kevin, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> "I would love. I would honestly, if I ran into them, I would just like die." But I did. I made a lot of weird stuff when I worked there. Wow. Yeah. Who knew you had this past? I well, photographer. Yeah. But that'll come up in your story in right? an interview. So, like, I'm be sure, like, I was once a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we all have weird things yeah. that we did that people will be like, "That's a weird thing you did." Absolutely. You did anything yeah. weird? Did, did you? you? What was the weirdest job you had like growing up? Um, like when you're eventually on like the Tonight Show and they're like talking about your past, what are they going to dig up about you? You know, I walked, I mentioned it on an earlier podcast, but I did run trivia for a gay bar. Oh, and for some reason cool. I was thinking about that today. It, what, it like sounds cool and it really was hard and not, yeah. not that fun. <laughs> people are really mad at people who oh, run yeah. trivia. People say trivia seriously. I don't need to tell you. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, sh- people don't like losing. Yeah. Yeah. I seem to just brush it off easily. <laughs> um, weirdest job yeah. I ever had. I once was hired to um, read an email mm-hmm. and it was roasting a guy at a company. Um, oh, I was yeah. just hired as the actor to read this very funny, right. very inside joke gotcha. email. And these people, you know, tequila bottles in thought I was the greatest thing that ever oh, was. Good. Graced them and... I thought I was like robbing this these people. This drunk yeah. girl like hands me cash after she gave me a hundred dollars <gasps> to read an email. It was wow. ten minutes. It was in Union Square. I was like, I guess I could do this. It's like on my way. That's I love so that. Fun. And they pretended they announced me as Anna straight from Broadway. Oh, <laughs> from the Broadway stop? Yeah. No, no, oh. just from the Broadway. Oh, like Broadway, Broadway. <laughs> That's amazing. And then they handed me a piece of paper. I stood there and read an email, and I thought. Do you guys just have? I was like, what? "Hey, if you ever need any other <laughs> emails, read I'm, aloud." I'm very literate. I can keep bring reading me in. all day. But that was the weirdest job, greatest job I ever had. That's weirdest great. job I ever had. I love that. I love, love it. that. Wow, well, I Thank love weird you. jobs. Yeah, uh, awesome. Well, Anna, you didn't redeem yourself, but not at all. Did. did with logic. I with think logic, like, and that's the showing your work. It would definitely be a B. This is why students, above average. listeners, learn from this. If you show your work, you can be rewarded for a process. Product isn't always the most important thing. Nope. Not here at We Stand University. And I like to think Queen Latifah got her name from Dairy Queen. And I will be telling people that. Yeah. That's I was always truth. good at talking myself out of like a, pay, you know, like a card, a ticket, a speeding ticket or something. So like, That's, yeah, I may be doing the wrong thing, but I can get out. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I am. I'll be honest. When we were preparing for today's episode, I was really struggling to figure out what my thesis was going to be today. Like this theme of unemployment. I was like, oh, man, what am I going to talk about? And so. I I realized that I needed to take a few moments today to stand up for someone who I think has gotten kind of a bad rap um, in recent years, wow. a character who I really love. Thank you so much. A character who I continue to find uh, conflicted think pieces about. Ooh. And oh. so today, my thesis is titled, There is no recipe for success. A defense of Rory Gilmore. Wow. Oh, She's going here there. we go. Yeah. So She's going there. I can't believe it's taken me this many episodes before I really brought up Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And listeners, get I ready. I barely touched on it. Uh, this is this may be the first time, but this won't be the last time that we're going to Stars <laughs> Hollow because this is a show that is very important to me. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, Gilmore Girls uh, is an American comedy drama television series created by Amy Sherman Palladino that starred Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel. The show debuted on October 5th, 2000 on the WB and became a flash 
flagship series for the network. Gilmore Girls originally ran for seven seasons, the final season moving to the CW, ending its run on May 15th, 2007. Mm, my bat mitzvah date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, but the show then came back in 2018, 2016, uh, yeah, somewhere crazy. around there um, with Gilmore Girls Year in the Life on Netflix. And the reason I want to talk about Rory right now is not that I think she's a perfect character, but she's a character that I realize I have grown to relate to the more the older I get because of this. You know, Rory and I are pretty much the same age. We were going to high school at the same time, went to college around the same time. And like Gilmore Girls was that show that for me, I kept watching when I went to college because my mom was watching it and it would always give us something we could talk to. Sure. Like even though we were far apart, it's like, oh, we can talk about last week's episode of Gilmore Girls if mm-hmm. nothing else, right? So it's a show that's like really nostalgic for me and like really ties into a specific time in my life. But at the time of its original air date, I felt very little in common with Rory because like Rory grew up in Connecticut. I grew up in Oklahoma. Different. Rory mm-hmm. had uh, such rich grandparents that they could just write a check for her to go to private school. My grandparents were like, if if you work at that, you know, whatever Dairy place. Queen. Yeah. Then we'll maybe write you a check, <laughs> but you got to earn it, girl. Um, you know, she had a single mom. All the We had a lot of differences. And I always looked at her as like having... I recognize that I had a lot of like privilege and I had a lot of like support and that, but I always felt like looking that Rory was like this unobtainable character. Like she just felt so unrealistic to me. Mm -hmm. But then in the reboot, she didn't feel so unrealistic to me. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I loved about the reboot is that Rory Gilmore is a character who we watched for seven seasons have all of the like, help all of the privilege all of the opportunity and then when we meet her again in the reboot her life still hasn't gone where she wanted it to right Mm -hmm. she like did everything quote unquote right and still was getting it wrong and i felt so seen in that storyline yeah and i have read a lot over the couple years since the reboot came out where people kind of like I feel there were, it was really polarizing and some people felt like she was a, like whiny or that the writers were kind of like coming to drag millennials but I think that they did such a good job of like speaking to particularly like our age group like our the class of 2009 undergrad we had like the highest unemployment rate of like any sure in like in history up to that point right and I look at so many people I went to school with who had so much like um we all had plans, right? And like, I look around at who I like my friends, and yeah. like, no one really ended up where they. Not that there isn't success, but like this idea of like, if you put in the work, if you show up, and blah 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 blah, you right. can like whatever. I just like that wasn't the experience for so many yeah. of my peers and stuff like that. In a different way than I think for like, like our like I don't know like when when I've talked to like my my parents at times and stuff like that. It's like it's just like a different thing it's like i don't know so i just really relate to her and i really love her and this is i want to say this there's been like rumors that they might come back with another like series series right another year in a life because the netflix desperately wants it because they're a second year in a life well (laughs) yeah something like that because their their subscriptions went up so much for gilmore girls and Mm -hmm. like gilmore girls is one of those shows that people are constantly watching and like totally like they want it um and Amy Sherman Palladino, I think, has sort of been like, eh, I've got Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but I love sure. Stars Hollow. So maybe like it's, no one has committed to anything, but I know it's something. So this is me just like making a plea to <laughs> yeah. Amy Sherman Palladino and the rest of the powers that be. ASP. That if we see another installment of Gilmore Girls, please allow Rory to continue to be a fuck up. Yeah, like, that's cool. I, nice. I like that. To see more of that. I want to see her still struggling. Like at the end of the reboot, when we left Rory, she was getting an opportunity to like write her big novel. And I would love for that novel to flop. Oh, right. Wow. I want that book to do badly. I want it to like, I want there to be a lot of excitement. I want there to be a bidding war and then I want no one to buy it. And I want to see her deal with that. Yeah. Because that would be so fun because I thought about this. The reason I, I came to this is because when I was trying to brainstorm for this episode, I just happened to put on that new CW show, Katie Keene. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Katie Keene is like a Riverdale spinoff starring Lucy Hale. And it's about all of these like aspiring early career professionals living in New York. She's like an aspiring fashion designer. And there's an aspiring like uh, actor and an aspiring singer. And the way that they deal with like careers and jobs and aspirations is so absurd. And I realized like that is something that we got spoon fed a lot in like teen centric yeah. programming or <laughs> right. like youth programming yeah. is that like you struggle for an episode and then you get what you <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fine. There's like a weird thing. And so like, I just think there should be more. I want to totally. see more stories. I'm with where, you. And the thing that I, that I really like is like, I want to see more stories where like, the character isn't a fuck up. The character isn't doing anything wrong. Right. The character isn't a mess. The character is a human yeah. person. It's just a human person dealing with the reality. Because I think that's a, those are stories that are interesting. I would like to see more of that because I think oftentimes when we see failure, or it's usually like, well, but if only you'd get your shit together, or if only this, or if only you didn't get that bout of cancer, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, like the storylines are always so like traumatic and mm-hmm. catastrophic. But it's like. No, sometimes you're like a Rory Gilmore and like you did all the things you were supposed to do. You had all the advantages and still your life Absolutely. doesn't yeah. work out. So. I feel that way every right. single day of my yeah. life. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's why I like, I wanted to go on air today and defend Rory because- I think that's cool. I think she's imperfect, but in her imperfection, I like- Do you want to know something I never knew? What? So uh, don't hate me, but I've never watched Gilmore Girls okay. and- I had to do a Gilmore Girls um, HQ game. Mm-hmm. And I had to do a couple of like those theme shows yeah. that I didn't know. And I had to learn. I had to read the Wikipedia and, you know, watch an episode, whatever. And I was talking to my mom on the phone and mm-hmm. I was telling her, oh, they want to do this Gilmore Girls game. I don't know if I ended up actually doing whatever. And my <laughs> mom was like, oh, I love Gilmore Girls. I'm like, you've watched Gilmore Girls? She goes, yeah, it was the show I watched with your sister. <laughs> Oh, and I was like, I was like, you had a show. I mean, I'm a little older than my sister, but so I guess I was like gone. I was like, wait, I'm sorry, but we never had a show. So funny. I and like, and then I think back. We went to L.A. for a vacation once when I was a kid, and we did the Warner Brothers tour, and we, yeah, and they were like losing their mind over the fucking Gilmore Girls house, and I was like, ah, whatever. I never seen this show. Like it was part of the tour, and I just remember them loving it, and. It was uh, almost like they didn't that they didn't so tell me then and I was funny. like what your mother as a mother daughter show <laughs> with, with the other daughter oh wow I mean as a family we would watch the new sex in the city every sunday night which was always inappropriate you oh, know I watched uh, I watched sex in the city with my family and yeah in retrospect why we did, did any of too. us yeah. <laughs> like why were we all and watching the show did, and the, like there was a lot of like se- it was yeah. on HBO there was a lot of sex like a lot of Samantha like but blowing what? dudes and like you know my yeah. dad's in the but room but so many and people I'm, like, watched eight. it with their parents <laughs> yeah uh, well we were a little older than <laughs> how eight. old were we high school yeah three or four years old even yeah. more uncomfortable my sister yeah. was eight <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's so wild yeah yeah she grew up fast. Honestly, Lauren, your presentation has yeah. made me want to watch Gilmore Girls more than anything has. Really? Wow. Yeah. Because I, I have seen, I'm anemic on Gilmore yes. Girls. I'm not a completist. I've seen it, but not completist. And I haven't yeah. seen the new ones, but the now new I ones, do. And I will also. Can to, you watch the new ones without the old one? The, it won't be as meaningful. I know someone who's still has. entertaining. Um, I will say this another pitch for watching it if you haven't before, because Caitlin, this is something I know you're passionate about, is Uh-oh. they unabashedly explore grief. And okay. love that the underpinning of the because entire the reboot, yeah. yeah, and it's one of the most I find impressive dealings with grief because there's the like, the overt conversations about it, yeah. And, like, there's the overt like ramifications, but you realize everything that happens in the reboot is a reaction to losing this person, right? Mm-hmm. Like every choice they're making, everything they do, like, and I think it's so beautiful because that's another thing that usually on TV we like rush through. And that's one of the things circling back to the Connors that I love right. is that I love when shows aren't afraid to like ground themselves in the truth of that because it's True. like once you've experienced a, a grief like that, it is a part of everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, so I think, Gilmore Girls, a year in the life, 10 stars. I love that actor too, who passed away. Yeah. He was in big business. Amazing. He, Good ugh, movie. That cast, great movie. That cast is great. And they infiltrate everything. 
and get ready because I'm sure I'll bring up Gilmore Girls at least 32,000 more times. I can't believe the flood wall just now been broken. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I have so many thoughts and uh, come at me if you think Jess is better than Logan and I'll explain why Logan's better. <laughs> you know what? I got to save that for I don't have day. a dog in this fight yet. Oh but. my God. I have like 15 dogs all betting for Logan. Come at I can't wait for people to just clap back at that. <laughs> Please. Okay, wow. Please do. Stans, <laughs> you have. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Anna, it's been so much fun talking Thanks about for unemployment. Having me. You're amazing. Yeah, you're I so hope fantastic. we all get the best jobs of our lives. I think we will. I think we will. I'm feeling good. I'm manifesting it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to get the best job. I've in ever pursuit had. of that, where can our Stan Stans find you? Sure. At Anna Roisman, all over the internet. On Ooh. Twitter at A N N A R O I S M A N. You can also find at unemployed pdcst mm. we did the uh no vowels you, you got because tinder's so popular so that's all i could get actually uh, unemployed podcast for, and uh i don't know yeah also, find me there. follow anna follow like subscribe and uh to our stands out there give us a follow give us a like give us uh, some love and slide into our dms email us call our google voice and you know we're at we stand social yeah we're at we stand social all across the platforms uh we clearly have time on our hands so mm-hmm. please give us something to do by yeah. uh talking pop culture with us and, and leave us a five-star review we will read it on the we stand five-star review let us know what themes you want us to jump into all right well this has been another episode of we, we stand, stand together, together.